Welcome to Happy House Families Podcast with your hosts, Morgan and Sandy. We are here to be an easy resource for families on the go and who aspire to create more joy within their families. Morgan is a special education teacher with a master's in education. Sandy is a consultant who also has her master's in education and has worked with families for over 20 years. Both of your hosts have a vast experience working with neurotypical and neurodiverse children. Welcome to the show. Hi, welcome to Happy House Families. This is Sandy and dun, 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 dun. And this is Morgan. And today we are going to talk about how to deal with losing. Oh, yes. I know, this is a big one. This is a big one. We've seen plenty of tantrums take place um, because of losing. That's right. Yes. It happens with kids of all ages, anywhere from 2 through 16 through 45, you know, it happens. <laughs> uh, you know, dealing with losing, a lot of people are very, they put their self-worth sometimes on whether they win or lose, and they put so much weight on whether or, not, whether or not they win a game, whether it's a sports game or an individual game, and it's something we have to talk about. Yes, and something that we really need to kind of teach, actively teach our kids how to lose in a graceful way. Exactly, and realizing it's not going to crush them, it doesn't mean that they're diminished in any way, it has nothing to do with their value or their worth, mm -hmm. or whether they're smart or not smart. I know some kids... Um, that I've worked with in the past feel like if they lost a game is because they were stupid. Like they'll say, I'm stupid, that's why I lost. Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with that. Yes. So we're just going to go over some tips that we have so that you can help your kid uh, deal better deal with losing. So first is to prime. And so what that means is you kind of talk about what what to what is expected beforehand so with that you can go over the rules beforehand so everyone is clear and they're not changing it mid-game um also just kind of what is expected what happens if we win what happens if we lose how should we react exactly and for example if there are four people playing a game we can you know even break it down to how many people are going to win in this game how many people are going to lose and mm -hmm. even just bringing out the reality of what the chances are, and then also talking about how is it going to feel when you win and how is it going to feel if you lose. Yes. And what is the main idea of why we're even playing together and just reiterating that we're playing for fun. Mm -hmm. And that is actually the main reason. It doesn't have to be about winning or losing. Exactly. And if you are playing with your kid, uh, something that you can do is role model. So if you lose a turn or whatever it may be, you can role model the appropriate behavior in that situation. Um, and so then your kid will learn and practice what they're seeing. Exactly. So that's so important. And sometimes Morgan and I will even like role play these different uh, scenarios as well. And if you do have a child that does become upset before, like if they lose, it's always good just to have a conversation when they're not in that situation as to how they can do it again later, like how they can act later on if they mm -hmm. were to lose um, and giving them some different coping strategies too. Like some little mantras like, I can handle this. Um, make, you know, we can play again, we can play again, we can play a different time, and um, I had fun. Yes. 
And then I always ask if that is a problem. Like, does do we win every single time? And kids do realize that that is not something that does happen. And so sometimes just framing those questions and kind of getting them out of that negative space is what needs to be done. Exactly. And then I just wanted to also add that also validate like yes it is disappointing when you lose it is upsetting and we don't have to unpack and live there we don't have to stay in those feelings Mm -hmm. so just to validate yeah you know there is disappointment when you do lose and we can move to a different feeling as well because I know with some children if you don't validate that part of it then they don't feel hurt and it just becomes a bigger tantrum and a bigger issue a bigger issue that's right um okay and then also what you should do is uh praise along the way so if a kid if your kid is doing a good job and you notice that they are uh if they lose a turn or they're not getting their way and they're handling it gracefully you should praise them for that in the moment so that they learn that that is kind of the appropriate behavior to have um and then also kind of just teach them you should talk to them about others people's reactions to them. So Sandy can is better at talking about this than I am. <laughs> <laughs> so for example, if you if your child if they lose if they get become very upset and they start throwing uh, if they start throwing things, yelling and screaming, you can talk about like what is your what is what are your friends reactions when you are yelling and screaming? And I've also worked with children who sometimes hit after they lose. Mm -hmm. And we need to also talk about how are your friends going to respond if you have such a big reaction? Is it going to scare them? Are they going to want to play with you again? Are they going to feel sad? So just having that direct conversation as to your behavior does affect other people, I think is important. So again, this is a good thing to do before you're playing a game, just to have that conversation. You don't want to do it in the moment because it's too hard at that time. Yes. So I think role playing is also a really great thing to do as well. Sometimes I'll have parents um, role play in front of their kids a right and wrong way. And when they're the audience member, it's easier for them to identify what behavior is the more appropriate behavior and what behavior oh, it didn't quite work out, you know? <laughs> exactly. Um, so one thing that I also want to talk about is uh, nowadays noticed uh, that some kids, like I call them bubble wrap kids, is that we're too sensitive to making sure that they're not feeling upset. Um, and losing a game and losing sometimes losing is just part of life and it is okay to be upset about it and so we really just want to teach our kids to to be upset in a constructive way so obviously hitting and knocking over the game is not a constructive way to be upset but I mean we've all been there we've lost a game and and we do feel a little upset about that and that's perfectly okay we just really want to make sure that it's constructive and that we can problem solve exactly and I think we're speaking to a bigger issue of being able to tolerate your uncomfortable feelings and tolerate your feelings of disappointment if we take those feelings away from our children and not let them experience it then they're not able to work that muscle Mm -hmm. so it's actually a gift if they lose and they get to practice like what does it mean to lose and what did you learn from this experience Uh, so there's also the saying you either win or you learn so you could also 
bring that up to your child as well. Like, well, what did we learn in this situation? Um, it might even be like, oh, I learned that my friends don't like when I, you know, scream and throw things, right? So that's important as well. So just realize every behavior they're showing you is a learning opportunity. Yes. And these are going to be good coping skills for things that happen later in life. Oh, have, yes. That have nothing to do with <laughs> games, you know? And there's always going to be, I don't want to sound like a Debbie Downer, but there's going to be disappointments in life. And this is kind of a constructive way for kids kids to learn the best coping mechanisms and one thing that's really important is you're not just going to play one game and try and do these skills and everything's going to work out it's practice 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 so Mm -hmm. this may take time um and one day it might work out the next day kid might be feeling a little bit moody and it might go up and down and that's okay that's kind of just the way that that goes and so what's really important is that you continue and you continue to practice these skills Exactly. That's so true. And how about like in your classroom, do you play games where kids lose and how does that work in a classroom setting? Um, so I do a lot of these strategies. So before we play a game, I'll go over the rules and I'll tell them how many kids are going to, uh, how many winners and losers will there be in this game. And then along the way, I praise them for being kind of good losers or yes. you know what I mean so if they are saying oh that's a good good game Johnny and things like, like that good sportsmanship that's the fancy word <laughs> um so that's so I will praise them for being a good sport and um so I have a, a bunch of stickers and things like that while they're playing games and also when the kid does win uh, I also praise them for being kind of a humble winner um not just sticking it in the other kids faces because that's also important too is being a good winner exactly not being boastful exactly or being a show off afterwards exactly that's so true and another thing you could do if you wanted to you could even videotape one of these games when they're playing uh and then they can watch back how their own behaviors and they could even point out what was what went well and what areas need improvement yeah i like that that's a good idea another way to tie in technology Exactly. All this technology. We can record ourselves doing a podcast next time, Morgan. (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you for listening. Um, Please check us out on Facebook and our website. And we look forward to hearing from you. Please remember, we are here to answer your questions. So if you have any questions, feel free to email us or you can hop on Facebook and you can write out what questions you have. Let us know what challenges you are experiencing and let us know what successes you're having as well. Yes, thank you. Bye. See you guys next week. Thank you for listening. To contact Sandy and Morgan, check out happyhousefamilies.com or email at happyhousefamilies at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out their Facebook page to join the community. If you like the podcast, be sure to rate us. It helps the show be discovered more easily and help more people.